0: Welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU WheatBeat podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review while you're there so others can find the show too. My guest today is Dr. Clark Neely. Clark is an extension agronomist and the lead for the WSU Extension Cereal Variety Testing Program. He came to WSU in 2019 and is based in Pullman with the Crop and Soil Sciences Department. He is originally from South Central Pennsylvania, where he grew up on a small family farm. He received degrees from Penn State, University of Idaho, and Texas A&M University. His current research program is built around the variety testing program with funded projects looking at the impact that wheat varieties have on soil microbial recruitment in the rhizosphere and possible wheat varietal impacts on subsequent canola production. Hello, Clark. Hi, Drew. So today, uh, our topic of discussion is the Serial Variety Selection Tool. This is a tool that's kind of near and dear to me because when I came here in 2012, I worked with a predecessor of yours, Dr. Stephen Guy, to, to develop, develop the tool. But you've kind of taken it to the next level, and we want to talk about that a little bit. Can you describe for our listeners what the Serial Variety Testing or Selection Tool is and what information does it provide?
1: Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. the tool provides information on all the varieties of wheat and barley that we're currently testing in the variety testing program. Um, it's mostly composed of released varieties, um, although based on some feedback I got, we started to include also advanced uh, breeding material this past year as well. Um, so in order to be on the tool, it has to have at least two years of data. And so, for my program, we provide a two-year average on yield, uh, test weight, protein, plant height, and heading date. And so, those are all two-year averages. Uh, Last year, we added another column for a three-year average for yield. And then after that, um, if you look on the tool, you'll notice there's a bunch of ratings. And so, uh, we have ratings on emergence, winter survival. In some cases, we have lodging, stripe rust... Cephalosporium stripe, strawbreaker, snow mold, uh, Hessian fly, end use quality, and falling number ratings. And then on the spring wheats, we also have aluminum tolerance. So there's a lot of information, a lot of ratings on there. Um, I get a lot of questions. So I get some questions on like, why is there some missing data on there? Um, if you use the tool, you'll notice there are you know dashes where there's not any values, and the re- there's a couple reasons for that. Um, one is a lot of these are newer varieties, so we don't have information on all of those ratings yet in in a lot of cases or in some of the cases we need like a minimum of three years of data before we feel comfortable giving it a rating. And so that's certainly true, um, for some of the ratings and in other cases, you know, not every year is a good year to take ratings. Like snow mold is a good example. So if we've only tested it for two years and we haven't had snow mold pressure those two years, then we might not have ratings. So just thought listeners might want to know why (laughs) there's not data for everything on there.
0: So so this tool, your program collects a huge amount of data and this tool allows people to kind of sort through it, right? So Mm -hmm. you can make selections based on wh- what sorts of things might a grower uh, want to sort the information on
1: sure sure yeah yeah how do you use the tool um, yeah so you can when you get into the the current version on a desktop uh, computer you can you first select the class of wheat you want whether it's winter spring hard soft or if you're interested in barley that's on there too but you first select your class and then you can select your precipitation zone. And then it will take you to a, a data table, and that's where, when you get into that, then you can start sorting and filtering out based on basically any characteristic you want. So, if rust is most important to you, you can sort it by uh, highest rating to lowest rating. Or you can say, I don't want to look at anything that has a stripe rust rating lower than a 4. Um, or, I mean, higher than a 4, because 1 is good. <laughs> so... Uh, so you can do that and it'll eliminate any varieties that don't meet your criteria. And then you can, on top of that, you can go in and you can sort by other characteristics too.
0: Okay. And and this tool is the most used tool on the Small Grains website, uh, smallgrains.wsu.edu. And it's a big table. And so mm-hmm. one of the complaints we've had is people not being able to read it on their mobile phone. So You've, you've decided to tackle that issue. Can you tell us a little bit
1: about how you're doing that? Sure. Yes, we are partnering with a company called Digital Awesome, and they are working on a mobile-friendly uh, f- mobile app where we can utilize the tool more effectively on mobile devices. And so uh, it should, there won't be a whole lot of difference. If you're familiar using the selection tool on a desktop computer, it should function more or less the same, uh, it'll just be easier to read so um, you can use the same uh, I can go into it here in a minute but uh, you can still sort and filter the same way um, for whatever characteristics you want to use the the big advantages of the mobile app uh, in addition to being able to to scroll through the table easier is going to be that it's going to be accessible offline so if you have contact to the internet it'll be constantly pinging the website so we'll upload the data to the website and then it'll be pulling the d- the data for the app from the website. So if it has access it'll it'll ping it and it'll pull it but then if you don't have access it'll store that information uh, on the app so if you're driving on a tractor and you don't have any perception and you've got autopilot on <laughs> you can scroll through the app um, so yeah the the other uh probably the one improvement or change that we've made to it I would say is currently you can only look at varieties and compare varieties within a precipitation zone. We thought it might be useful, particularly for like seed dealers or seed companies, if they could compare varieties across precipitation zones to kind of see what kind of footprint a variety might have. And so we're working on on that being able to compare across precipitation zones. Okay. And will that be both on the app and the tool, or is that that'll just, just an be app? on the app? Okay. The way they structured the the tool when they built it, uh, it's not possible without like a completely redoing the whole tool. Okay. At least that's what I'm told.
0: <laughs> I believe whatever the IT people tell me because right. I don't know any better. Yeah. So so how do you navigate in the in the new tool?
1: Yeah. So I brought my phone. Just I figured I could walk through it best that way. Um, so yeah, as soon as you you pull up the app on your phone, uh, there'll be a place where you can select your week class, and then after you select that, you can go on the left. There'll be a spot to pre- um, select your precipitation zone, and then to the right of that, there'll be an option to select what data you want to look at. So you can select as it'll pre-populate with everything, but you can select as few or as many uh, columns of data as you want. And then that will automatically populate the table below it. And uh, the nice thing about the app is it's going to lock the variety column. So the variety column will always be there, but then there'll be many, many columns to the right, even though the on your screen you'll only be able to see maybe three or four columns of data, mm-hmm. but you can scroll over to the right and back to the left. Um, so it'll be easier that way to, to view the data, and you can scroll up and down, mm-hmm. obviously.
0: Yeah, that was a huge problem with phones using the current tool yeah. that's on the website. Yeah. That's that sounds great. Yeah.
1: And then um like on the, the other tool, if you click on one of the varieties, it'll pull up a, a details page and it'll there'll be a table that just has all the information on that specific variety. And then there's also an option at the top of that page to click on variety summary, and then that'll pull up a picture of the variety and kind of a short paragraph summary about it. Okay. So
0: Sounds like a very useful tool and the ability to be out of internet range, which happens a lot out there in the countryside and still operate the tool. That's a great feature as well. So where can you get the tool? Or I guess it's maybe not quite ready yet, but when it is, where can we get the tool?
1: Uh, Basically anywhere that you typically get any of your other um, apps. So any app store, it should be available and it'll be
0: free. And we'll run on. Apple, Android, all the different... Yes, it's supposed to
1: be Android and Apple, iPhone friendly.
0: Okay. And do you know what the name of
1: the tool is going to be so we can search for it? It's just going to be the WSU Variety Selection Tool. Okay,
0: WSU Variety Selection Tool. Search for that. Okay. And do you have an estimate of when the tool
1: will be available? I'm optimistically thinking by mid-May. By mid-May. I I think. Okay.
0: So maybe even by the time this airs. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be able
1: to pull that down. Yeah, I just got the first beta version last week. And so we've been troubleshooting, you know, working out all the kinks and stuff. So I'm hoping we'll have the second round, if not this week, then the following week. And then I'd like to send it out to like my advisory committee and and a few folks to kind of give it a test run to see if they see anything that I haven't seen or think of any other tweaks we can make to it.
0: Okay. I know uh, as we watched uh, the the. The uh, analytics on our website, smallgrains.wsu.edu, over the years, we started in 2014, the, the the percentage of visitors coming from a desktop has been slowly shrinking, and the percentage of users coming from a mobile device is slowly increasing. So the audience is uh, s- switching that way, and so I think a mobile app like this just, uh, should be useful. I, um if somebody wants to give you feedback on how the app's working, how do they get a hold of you?
1: Uh, probably email's the best way. Uh, it's just uh, clark.neely at wsu.edu.
0: All right, Clark. Thanks for sharing this uh, information. I, I hope uh, our listeners out there will use the app and give their feedback to you uh, about how they like it and anything they'd like to change, maybe. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Drew. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at WSU.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by guests of this podcast are their own and does not imply Washington State University's endorsement.